What's up, guys? I am James Hake. This is the Hake Report. It's Friday, January 10th, 2020. I remember 2010. That was when Obama was in office. <laughs> and it's we're live in hour four of Jesse Lee Peterson's stream. Guys, some of you guys don't know that Jesse Lee Peterson has church. Check out Church with Jesse Lee Peterson every Sunday, 11 a.m. live from Los Angeles. Here in Los Angeles, join us. If you're in Santa Barbara, San Diego, um, Long Beach, he's easy to get to, um, San Pedro, Las Vegas, did I say Las Vegas already? Um, Arizona sometimes, you know, if you're like in the Willow Beach area, <laughs> you know that parts of uh, Arizona are just an hour past, um, less than an hour actually, out past Vegas. So, um... Yeah, make sure you join. Otherwise, you can join and watch on YouTube or dlive.tv slash Jesse Lee Peterson. YouTube is the Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel, and it's excellent. And then we also have um, like four or five other platforms, video platforms, and then plus also the uh, podcasts. So check it out. Um I'm going to get to calls. Appreciate you guys calling in with your predictions for the 2020s. For the 20s. Not the 1920s, the 20s, 20s. And then, um, real quick news item. Nancy Pelosi says that she will transmit, according to Fox News, articles of impeachment to the Senate. So that the Senate can now begin the trial of President Donald Trump next week. (laughs) Hake says now that... That... uh, John Bolton opened his mouth and said, or he said in a statement anyway, that he would testify if called. Retarded. But, um, yeah, she's been holding on to it. She acted like it was so urgent and so serious. Nothing about her is serious, Nancy Pelosi, nor her daughters. Her daughters are real evil. Um, and you know what I'm thinking about? Just in contrast to... This investigation into Hillary Clinton is supposedly wrapping up, according to the Washington Post, which is rooting for Hillary and against rooting against Trump. They want democracy to die in darkness. <laughs> Not even in a democracy, actually. But they just like to deceive people. Hillary's getting off easy. But let me just show you some pictures of, you probably saw them at the beginning, of some of these people in the government, and tell me if you're surprised then that Crooked Hillary is getting off easy. Um, Eric Charamello. Oh, look at this guy. Uh, this is Adam Schiff. Shifty Adam Schiff. Little pencil neck Adam Schiff, <laughs> according to what Trump calls him. And he was in cahoots with the so-called whistleblower who's going after Trump. And then, let's see, who else? I mean, the CIA Russia hysteria, the CIA was pushing that Russia hysteria and they got, they tricked Moby, you know, that singer, that dumb singer from the, I mean, I like some of his songs that when the, (laughs) I sang it one time here, I'm having flashbacks of singing at the end of the born identity, born supremacy, all that. Uh, (laughs) But anyways, like these people are so lame. And the CIA guys are just a bunch of liberal Trump derangement syndrome sufferers. They're not necessarily to be trusted. Who else is in the government? Joe Biden. Joe Biden, whose son has, who had shady dealings with Ukraine along with his son, too. Joe Biden. A joke. I don't know how people take him seriously. John Brennan, who's, I forget what he was, but he was a... He was a um, Trump derangement syndrome guy on CNN. I forget what he did. 
something to do with security and stuff like that. Barack Obama. <laughs> oh my gosh, the people loved him. They didn't love him, but they, you know, had that imitation love. Can I get an amen? Yep. Amen. Oh my gosh, I forgot about this woman, Susan Rice. And these are all people who were close with Eric Charamello, by the way, or at least associated with him. He worked with Susan Rice, I believe, Eric Charamello, the alleged so-called whistleblower. There's Eric Charamello. <laughs> Picture of him. Just a dumb liberal government employee. Him, there's Eric Charamello shaking Barack Obama's hand in the Oval Office, I guess, in front of a portrait of Abraham Lincoln, I think. Blech. Um, oh, and you know who else is involved? Eric Charamello brought this Ukrainian woman girl to the White House. Alexandra Chalupa. And she looks like a Chalupa. That's mean. But she does. <laughs> no, I don't know. But anyways, like, she was a Ukrainian-American and Hillary supporter and against Trump woman. Friends with this so-called whistleblower who brought her to the White House. I like Chalupas, too. Chalupas are very attractive. She's pretty. But she's, like, evil woman aligned with Hillary. Might be a lesbian. A little fat. But anyways, um, yeah, this Eric Charamello guy aligned with Hillary Clinton. And who else? That guy, um, McMaster, General McMaster, who Trump... You could say foolishly brought into the White House. H.R. McMaster. He wasn't lined with him. What was he doing? What, what was this guy, this whistleblower, who's not objective, just emotional, and the testimony against Trump was a bunch of just emotional stuff. There's a, another picture of the whistleblower if you're watching the video. Looks like he's in like a White House or something. I don't know. But anyways, those are just pictures of the people in our government. Why would you be surprised that Hillary gets off easy? Crooked Hillary. And then Trump gets, Trump gets so-called impeached. Huh. Just FYI. I just wanted to share that with you. Speaking of double standards, let me just quickly show this one to you. And then I'll get to the calls. Because I have a feeling I'm going to get carried away with calls. But hang tight, guys. I will get to you. Um, this Christian school, anatomy teacher, private school, I think, according to the New York Post, busted female for, and the New York Post says a weird word for it, bedding, as in having sex with a teenage student. 32-year-old woman with, actually it was an 18-year-old boy, 18-year-old young man, you could call him, but he's a student. Teacher between Lacey Joe Cunningham, age 32. Oh my gosh. I said boy. I said man. That's weird. I thought she's an anatomy teacher. This is saying a female student. Female student at Woodlands Christian Academy. According to... They two started texting last August, according to the Houston Chronicle. I'm just now seeing that detail. The, t- the pair engaged in more than, this is a little bit, this is a little bit much, I apologize, in more than 20 encounters. And I left out the sexual part, sexual encounters, the documents alleged, before the student told her mom, and then, who then called the cops. Oh. But I'm just wondering, like, where's the, this is like the double standard thing. This is so f- common amongst female teachers. Male teachers, you'll find them every now and then, right, doing this. But female teachers, and male coaches sometimes, but female teachers are doing this with the boys and apparently with the girls. I thought an anatomy teacher would know better than to get with a fellow female. So much for science. Homosexuality is not scientifically logical. Anyways, guys... Um, I just wanted to share that with you because, you know, this hashtag Me Too movement and we need to take down men and Epstein. We need to blame the Epstein only and not Ghislaine Maxwell and not the girl who was recruited, who was a runaway, and then participated in it. Whoa. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, there's all kinds of crazy stories of students and teachers getting together, coaches and blah, blah, blah. And this case, it seems like it was a lesbian relationship. But still, you know, they, they claim that it can't be consensual because there's a power difference. Dumb. Where, you know, this guy Weinstein, who had allegedly had sex with female stars, and they probably allegedly did it to help their careers. But it can't be consensual because he's so powerful. And their career is more important than their body or dignity, right? <laughs> Dumb. But, um, I just wanted to point it out because where is Me Too, the hashtag Me Too women and hashtag Me Too homosexuals commenting on this? I'm sure that some of them would be against it. But this is not considered part of the hashtag Me Too movement. So, anyways, let me get to some of you guys's. I don't know if that's proper grammar, your guys's, but I say it. Um, 20s predictions. Oh, but first, let me get to my second favorite caller. Earl, out of Michigan. Earl, how are you? Hola, James. Hola. How are you doing? That means hello in Spanish. Fine. How about you? I'm fine, fine. Right on. Uh, I just want to touch on uh, a couple of things, but... For instance, you had a girl just on a guest lady named Christy. Katie. Uh, she wants to, yeah. I guess she, she wants to correct, uh, make a point about uh, a woman or something in, in reading Genesis. I, I didn't get what her point was, but that's uh. nothing that had to do with uh, what uh, I was talking about or she. But she called after me and said uh, she wanted me to read Genesis or something. Oh. About just uh, the... Uh, I didn't catch that. A couple of women. Huh? I didn't catch that. Uh, um, and James, when she was talking to... I mean, and Jesse, when he was talking to her, he, he asked was, uh, that you trying to give her advice or... or Corrector, uh, while she was talking, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Right. But uh, FYI, you know, um, you call me a coward and so forth for not bringing up the uh, question I gave to the Bible go guy, Bible go to guy. Uh, a uh, question that I wanted him to answer. And uh, you called me a coward for not raising that with, with Jesse. Yeah. So uh, it turns out I have raised that with him uh, a while back. The same question I posed to the Bible go-to guy, I'd already posed to Jesse. If you he got, didn't have an answer either. Did you get the answer from Jesse? No, he didn't have an answer either. So I don't uh, even remember what your question was. Repeat the question. The question was um, uh, that uh, the um, what do you call it? The the fact that you need you forgive your mother and and father. Uh, was that in the Bible? Did anybody practice it? Uh, and so forth. Any society, culturally, anywhere. Uh, yeah. Was that a normal thing anywhere? And so forth. Was that found in the Bible? Right. No. And uh, that was a question that uh, wasn't even directed at you, but you decided to answer it. And then you got frustrated when you couldn't answer it. No, I answered it. Why don't uh, I answered it? No, that you you made a tempt of it, but that wasn't. It was it was a good it was a solid answer. I have to say. No, that's what the both solid of your your uh, uh, attempt to to answer something. How come you're so, so you concerned about it? the Bible when you're a Democrat, though? 
Don't worry about what. Well, but I can't get over that. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Game, game recognized game. You act like no political. This isn't you about game. Like, uh, you're asking Bible questions, and you're a Democrat. Some somebody has uh, in political circles. Somebody is holding them down. Whether you if you're Democrat or Republican, nobody. It's individual. It's not what political party. You represent. I know, but the political so, party you represent is anti-Christian. Believe, believe, just talking about Democrat, that's a, that's a ridiculous... Uh, uh, <laughs> um, stuff. So, oh, so right, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the chat, Earl, and tons more cowbell is asking, is forgiveness in the Bible, is that your question? But your question, I know... Yeah. Because you're an intellectual, I'm an intellectual. I know that you're asking, is it a, was it a common practice in the Bible that these Bible figures had to go and forgive their mothers? That's a real question, right? right? And I said, yeah. I don't know, it's an interesting question. But it yeah. is in the Bible that you have to honor your mother, and it is interesting yeah. that Jesus broke away from his mother pretty early on in life. I like how the but Jews did the... it. I like how the Jews, when they're 13, they're adults. Yeah, they, <laughs> they're they, men. They, they, that's what 12, I was going 13. to get at. That was a cultural practice. Yeah, that's it a was, good uh, cultural a right practice. To manhood. I know because uh, nowadays when you were guys are forty. When you were twelve or thirteen, <laughs> and they're not men. In that culture, you were entering manhood. Right, that's Jews, nice. Uh, practicing with bar, bar, bar mitzvah today. Yeah. So that was a cultural practice. That had nothing to do with with anybody uh, uh, breaking away from mother. Or oh, he definitely broke done. away from his mother. That was done regardless by... No, by this wasn't just the bar mitzvah. He didn't... Jesus didn't do uh, a bar mitzvah. He's all... Uh, I mean, he may have, but the know, point was... Today, he was in the temple. Jewish practices as a bar mitzvah for the, 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 the young male veteran manhood. I know, but Jesus was in the... Um, in his father's house instead of his mother's side. Wherever he was, I'm saying that the culture of the day that then back there... Was when they were about 13 or 12 or 13, they entered uh, uh, their manhood. Right. Yeah, that's, so, uh, that's way better than. It had nothing than... to do with whether you needed to forgive your mother or anybody else, by the way. Yeah. That is, my question is who had, and when was that practice? When did it start? And uh, who else practiced it? I don't know, man. Have... You said you don't know, so I'm not asking you. Yeah, yeah. I'm asking. The Bible goes to that. That's but that's dumb because because you don't you don't really examine yourself. You're just criticizing other people, so you don't realize no, that Jesse has not a good point. The you don't it's realize about personal personal uh, uh, situations which has nothing to do with the question. But it Where is a dumb question. It's a dumb question if you're not examining yourself who and realizing. Hey, hey, Earl, listen, who? listen. It's a it's a dumb question because you're not realizing that it actually applies to you. No, you you realize it because you don't have an answer. No, you can't tell me who. But it's a dumb it. question. It's when irrelevant it because no, we're living in the present times, and in the present if times, people got issues with their mothers, you know when it and they don't even Do realize you know it. And then you're a Democrat, you know and you anybody. don't even realize that that's anti-Christian. God, yeah, a bunch of people were perfect. A lot of people, uh, like Elijah, Elijah went parents. into heaven. He didn't even have to die. Well, that's nice. I said perfect parents huh? that raised perfect kids. Whatever, Earl. Do you know anybody in society? Anybody in history? Anybody I don't know. in your family? I don't anybody? know. I don't know. <laughs> of course you don't. Yeah. What's your point? It's a dumb point. That means My that is, that means that everybody does doctrine, have to forgive their parents. Uh, You're making uh, Jesse's point for him. Jesse, Hold on. And he has no basis, uh, no history, no facts, no proof, no evidence. You just of proved him. Earl, Earl, Earl. You just proved him right because you just said no parents are perfect. Therefore, all parents must be forgiven by their kids. Now. No. So, no. so there goes your I'm logic. Your who? logic proved Jesse right. Being perfect, idiot. Perfect parents is no criteria for kids of forgiving their parents. You're acting like the, the kids are supposed to take the 
Christ will grip. Are you going to forgive him for that? Are I had to buy it with my own money. I had to crazy? mow the lawn. <laughs> Anyways, man, uh, you don't get it. All right, then. I, adios, amigos. And, uh, All right. Do you watch Do you watch church? No. Wow. Maybe you should, and then you'll get something. No. Jesse is a phony. No. You don't even watch church. You're in no position to say that. He tries to marry his politics. He tries to marry his politics with his religion. Lies. And therefore, anybody that disagrees with him, must be of the devil because he thinks he's God. Huh? That's dumb. <laughs> that's, that's an outright lie. Jesse does not think he's God. Earl, I gotta go. I gotta go. You must be wrong. Do you do the silent prayer? No, I don't believe that crap. I can so tell. That's Jesse. <laughs> uh, okay, all right, Earl. Gotta go. A puppet of Jesse. He tells you to. to, to, to lick you better not say anything vulgar. I didn't be vulgar. All right. I didn't curse. Okay. No, no, it doesn't have to. You don't have to curse to be vulgar. You can be vulgar without cursing. Believe me. All right. Take care, Earl. See you. To... Adios, amigo. All right. Let me get to some more calls. Ryan out of North Carolina. How are you, Ryan? Hey, hey. Hey. Um, I wanted to give my uh, 2020s prediction. Yes, please. Okay. Um. Yeah, because I've been watching, I watched the show the other day, and I, I saw a whole bunch of people, they always, uh, you know, they would say they want to end up in civil war and stuff. I'm like, that's kind of crazy. I don't think it's that, I don't think it's going to get to that get to that, that point, but yeah. I feel that, um, I honestly, I see, it's, to me, it seems like, um, like we're entering like, into like a decade that's like reminiscent of like the 1920s, like in some, some instances. Like, I, I think that, um, that we're going to see a lot of technological change, and I think you know I think it's going to go cashless by the by the end of the decade. Is that a and, positive uh, thing? Yes and no, because I, I I believe in like the end times prophecies, but I don't think it's going to. I I don't see it as like how other people who call the show think it's going to go. I think it's going to be like, like to me, I think that Trump's going he's going to win again, but when he wins. He's going to polarize the country a lot, so I think um, I, I believe that a lot of people are going to wake up to this Christianity. And I think, honestly, I think Jesse is going to like with Trump polarizing everybody. People are going to be more supposed to like Jesse and other people, so people are going to become more Christian. But I also think that I think the left they're going to get so blatant in their evil yeah. that even like people on the left are going to they're going to fall off and want to turn to something else. But since they hate. They're right so much, they're going to hate Christianity. So I believe there's going to be a large Muslim people converting to Islam. Oh, man. That's Because even like, I was watching like Vice, they're saying the largest Muslim converts are Latinos. Really? So I said, yes. Wow. So I, I believe that people are going to, out of the hate for the right, they're gonna like I, I believe the liberal agenda, how it is now, is gonna fall on top of itself because all their ideas are they contradict one another. Yeah. And then just seeing how um, everyone is supporting Salamini, and he's like <laughs> he's like evil. He's like, and he's super evil. It's like that's crazy. Only you have to be mad to support him. Yeah. <laughs> that's... So I believe that it, like Trump's win is gonna um, pull out everybody, and then people are gonna convert to Islam, because I, 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 I believe a lot of people on the, the left, they still want God in their life, but they hate Christianity and and the right so much that they're going to turn to Islam. Wow. And, um, I see more persecution of, like, um, like hate towards the Jews and Christians, just like in the Bible. But yeah. I, I believe it's going to be like that, instead of, like, people think it's going to just happen out of nowhere. And I see more disasters happening and stuff. I mean, you know, like more like Antasa, but just like it's gonna just like you know you have like Australia and their bushfires. Yeah, I, I believe it's gonna be more of that, but just more drastic. It's gonna pick up a lot. But um, I think that the next president after Trump, he's gonna be a staunch Republican. But I I, I feel that he's gonna um, the next guy after him, he's gonna be a politician. But I, I think he's gonna be more smooth talking 
and not like, but still carry on Trump's legacy. But I, I, I think he's going to be good at, at first, his first term, and then in the second term, he's going to he's going to be more. I want to say corrupt, but he's going to have some policies, kind of like, yeah, he's going to have some policies that are going to be kind of wrong. And I think after the decade is over, there's going to be a, a depression or something. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting, Ryan. That's quite, that's more in depth than I expected. I think you make a yeah. good point. People are, idiots are going to Islam. And I know that blacks are, I've seen whites do it a little bit. I was surprised when you said that Latinos are doing it, but I guess they would. There's a whole lot of, um, they call themselves recovering um, Catholics, and then they turn atheists, (laughs) and they turn very liberal because they hate the guilt that they were raised with by their mothers, usually single mothers. Um, Interesting, man. And um, you said something, I forget what it was, but... I wanted to ask you, oh, do you think that climate change is real? No. You think I that just, you I, think they're going to be setting these fires or is it just going to be like we're such such poorly managed such such so badly managing the land and everything that fires and all that stuff is going to just go out of control? Um is I it, just believe that um it's like I don't know. I just I, I think it's both. Yeah. I think there's going to be um, arson and vandalism, but I think there's also going to be a whole lot of um, incompetence because incompetence is really growing. Because yeah, to me, I I I see I see like um, people going one or like two ways. Cause I feel like we're going to be in the most polarized time in U.S. history. So I believe that people who are on the side of evil and wrong. They're going to be so consumed by the world that, like, that's why I feel like there's going to be depression, but not really because of the government. I feel like people are going to be so consumed by worldly things. They're not going to, you know, they're going to, um, I feel like their their lifestyles are going to, um, like, um, um, fail them. And then people on the side of right, they're going to, they're going to, they're, um, you know, they're going to be more wealthy and grow. So I feel like it's going to be like a a period, like an age of opposites, where yeah. And then I, so I feel like once once um, like the 30s hit, people are gonna it's gonna people are gonna get so affected, kind of like the um like the the depression like before the 20s, like oh yeah the 30s, kind of like people just like took loans and stuff. It's gonna I feel like it's gonna be like that, but more so just people are gonna be like their habits are gonna be so bad that it's gonna it's gonna tear the it's gonna Break the country. Wow. Well, I appreciate the predictions, Ryan. Good luck to you. Do you watch you. Church with Jesse Lee? Oh, yeah. I watch it every Sunday. Right on, man. All right. Well, I'll hear from you again, man. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Bye. Moses out of Colorado. Moses, what's up? Yes, sir. Hey. What's going on, Hey, How you doing? Doing fine. Good to hear from you. It's great to hear from you as well. Hey, I just want to thank you for having me on the show and you and Jesse do an incredible service to this country by keeping the American people awake. Right know? on, man. Thank and you. Thank you. And I, I do have a prediction for 2020. I have two predictions. Okay. Number one, the feminization of man and masculinity. There's a lot of people out there that are trying to feminate, or I don't even know if that's the word, they're trying to feminize yeah. masculine males, and they're trying to make them feminine. I've seen it in elementary schools. I've seen in, in high schools and I've seen on college campuses. They're slow, you know, they, these women that are vindictive against men and masculinity, they're trying to condition young males that are weak and they're trying to condition them to be more feminine. Yeah. So it, that, that's a true shame. And I, I want to get your input on that before I get to my next prediction. That is definitely true. You can see that all from the top to the bottom. What they did, Obama was an example of it, to be honest. And these politicians are examples of it, Republicans and Democrats. Look at um, even that, what was that guy that, that uh, flexes his chichis? <laughs> that black guy? Uh, There's this black guy who's, uh, he's this famous actor. He used to be a football player, and now he's like, and well, even Dwayne The Rock Johnson, he's kind of, he has this effeminate uh, harmlessness about him that is just, um, I don't know. 
and you you're right though, man. It's bad in these schools, and it's it's evil. And the mothers are doing it too, and the fathers are just feminizing mm-hmm. themselves too. Yeah. Excuse me. It's horrible. And thank you for your input on that. And my yeah. second prediction is, I do think that soft targets here in the United States will be hit by people who have a hatred for the the way we live and who we are. And I I really believe that because, um, let's face it, hard, hard targets, um, institutions and buildings that have armed security, military personnel, or law enforcement, they're less likely to get hit yep. by you know improvised explosive devices. It's not it's not rocket science you to, to create a bomb, to create an explosive. And I do think, even though I do support President Trump, and I stand by him always, I do think it was a wrong move of him to boast about the killing of General, um, late General Kassim Suleimani. I think that it should have been a covert, I think he should have been eliminated, but I think it should have been a covert action um, carried out by the intelligence community as, as, as you know, that, that, that's their jurisdiction, but, you know, just to, it really appeared to me that Trump, you know, was beating on his chest about the killing of Soleimani, and this is going to spark tremendous outrage. This this isn't something that the Iranians or the Iranian, um people are going to forget. Mm-hmm. Soleimani was a prized figure, and he, he you know, this is going to create a lot of outrage, and I do think soft targets are going to get hit. You know, in, I, was looking, I, was, I was looking at the Twitter feed, of um, a reporter, journalist, documentary guy, Mike Cernovich, who's been on Jesse's show. Um, And he said that this retaliation attack by Iran, where they launched all these missiles at the Iraqi bases, didn't kill anybody. He said that that was actually, unlike what a lot of people assumed, including himself, that was not a... False attempt at an attack like it was there wasn't just a, sh- a show attack They really went after those bases and those guys had been evacuated and put in the bumper bunkers So you're right. They are very aggressively going after it. I don't know if Trump really beat his chest too much about this thing I don't know. I don't think I agree with you there, but they are cu- gonna come after us both both um, I mean they went after our military that was a hard thing and then um, luckily we had the intelligence to get out of those bases and be in the bunkers but they leveled I think that they did some serious damage to those bases um, and you know Soleimani was all about those IEDs like uh, kill you by proxy basically like where he doesn't just look at you, look you in the eye and shoot you he will um, sneakily put these roadside bombs and stuff and kill American, kill and maim American soldiers that way, and these guys have no. They have like guerrilla tactics, right? Where they just, yeah. they want. They're like ISIS. They want um, killings, kind of by any means necessary. They're like the communists, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do think that that we are going to see more attacks, and people are so naive that they're not going to protect themselves in these soft targets like schools. Um, theaters and Hospitals. and it's not just it's not just going to be the um, the Muslims attacking because people are becoming what they hate what they fear. You see whites doing more terror attacks. You see blacks doing more terror attacks, and it's it's a mess. I do I do <coughs> excuse me think a lot of people on the left have a supreme especially the far left. I think I think they have a supreme hatred for real Americans. Yeah, and true patriotism and true patriotism. You know that's something that's lacking in the younger community. I'm 24 years old, about to be 25 in two months. You know, I'm I'm still very very young, and I'm a proud patriot. And you know, I really recommend for all people just to take a look back and just to see a lot of the great things that we've done as a country. Even though this country we have a disgusting history, we can't deny that. But there's a lot of great things that that separates us from the rest of the world. The right to pursue success. And in a lot of parts of the planet, a lot of these liberals and people on the left, you know, they're complaining about, oh, this and that about America, the current administration. (laughs) It's like, if you don't like it, you can leave. Yeah. And you know what, man? I don't even think our history is disgusting as they portray it. I think that's just communist propaganda. Our present day is worse, I think, 
than it ever has been. Because our present day, in our present day, we have people promoting transgender as right, which is a total disservice both to the transgenders, mentally ill people, mm -hmm. psycho spiritually ill people, and the kids who are being raised to think that this is fine. The homosexuality, the abortion is just, it's been a, four, what, 40 years now? 73 to 40, I don't know how long that is. <laughs> I don't do math. But it's an incredible disservice to everybody in the country to promote yeah. transgenderism. Horrible. Yep. And <laughs> killing the babies. Our our present times are much worse than than any of our history. I think. But, I would well yeah well I, I mean I res I respect your opinion on that and um you know I I, I respectfully disagree on that but all right you know thank th th thank you Hake I really appreciate your time yeah thank you everybody so, oh oh and I have one more message for Earl. Earl, stop wasting everybody's time on here. I try to get on this call, and you're out, you're out here. It, it appears that you're drinking. Stop drinking and stop smoking crack. <laughs> All right, Moses, appreciate that, man. <laughs> That's Moses from Colorado. Call again, Moses. Appreciate you. I, w I would like to talk more um, in the future. Carlos out of Los Angeles. First time caller, I think, out of Los Angeles, California. Carlos, what's up? What's up, Hey. Hey. Uh, yeah, um, I was calling, um, cause, um, you know, there's the whole Iranian conflict now. Yeah, speak up for me, man. Into do, the phone. Do you, do you believe um, it, it could actually, uh, it's just, uh, it, it's just going to be a small war, or do you think um, it would actually turn out to be like World War Three, or like how some people think it is? I don't know, man. I don't think, I think that it's basically over in terms of, like, Trump just said, oh, they basically stood down. <laughs> I don't know if they're, I don't know what else Iran is going to try to do, but I'll, my only thing that I do say is that I'm pleased and comforted that President Trump is there at the top as opposed to anybody else. Because they have, like, um, you know, some good technology. Iran, you know, they have um, camels fitted with engines and missiles. Say, say that again? Speak up louder yeah, for me. Iran, Iran has camels fitted with jet engines and missiles. They have camels fitted with jet engines and missiles? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. And they're... You know, this, this, this shooting down of the plane... Of, you know, the passenger jet that killed 176 people by Iran, allegedly. I think that that's just an example of their incompetence. That is, oh, and, um, that is and, so, um, like, mind-blowing. Um, who, who, who's, who's winning on this year? Oh, uh, Trump. I don't know as far as the Democrats... Call. I don't know who, which Democrat is going to go. I don't know if it's going to be Biden or Warren or what? <laughs> Buttigieg? Yeah, but they're, they're all wicked people. You they know, are. They're, they're children of the devil. Yes, definitely. Yeah, hopefully, um, I'm pretty sure that Trump is going to win. I'm quite sure, actually. Because he's so solid and never backing down. He just has this winning... Um, I want to say personality, but it's more than just a winning personality. He just wins. But, yeah. So, you have any predictions yourself? Yeah, I have a, I have a lot of predictions on that. The Great White Hope is going to win. This nice. Year. Right on. Yeah, and um, if, if a draft does occur, I mean, I'm volunteering for it. Wow. So if the draft, so if they say we need soldiers, you're volunteering? Yeah. How old are you? Because it's like 25. Okay. Dang. You fit? What? Are you fit? Are you battle ready? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm training. Like I'm all right. Working good. out and all that. Yeah, that's good. I think we all should. But that's just talk. <laughs> Man, I appreciate you, Carlos. Anything else? Um, that's it. All right. Thank you for the predictions. And uh, 
That's interesting about the Iranians. Those camels, I hadn't heard about that. Take care, man. Let me get to Neo. Am I pronouncing your name right? Out of New Orleans? Yes, sir. Thank you. You are going to remember me, man. You are awesome. Thank you, by the way. That Democrat, God, I'm so tired of these guys. I'm so sick of it. I, uh, I'm not trying to be precocious or uh, mean, okay? I, I'm, I'm doing my best not to uh, curse. <laughs> um, but these people, it, it's impossible. It, you can't handle them. You have to handle them. You can't just deal with them. You have to handle them. We have facts. We have the truth. I mean, I run a network. Uh, I've spent the last two years uh, after a car accident. It almost killed me. I broke my neck. I'm in a neck brace now. Wow. And uh, I decided to Two years research. ago? Two and a half years ago, actually. Two years, Dang. seven months. Yeah. Um, I had three surgeries. Uh, so I decided to research. I decided to learn. Um, I, I w- I'm into the QAnon movement, but I'm not in, like, the reachers. What you I call, do you, you know, go on 4chan? I've been on full chance since the days of Mook, since like 2000-something. Okay. <laughs> Before it was folded, uh, Christopher Bull. Um, A-chan. I, I don't know about Akon. I, I, uh, what are your, what are your predictions for 2020? For, or for the 20s, I should say. All right. Well, I, I'm going to try to get as much as I can in a little time, but 2020, uh, it was 53-47 with the Senate. I, I believe we got screwed in the House. Look at Maricopa County, right? You're, what John are you talking – what do you mean – what do you mean – by that. Uh, I'm going to go over it all real quick, man. No, 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 no. Mind, what do you mean by everything, that? Everything, because it, it all matters. What do you it, mean? It's not just Trump. I'm sorry, go ahead. What do you mean by 53-47 in the Senate? Okay, that's his Senate. Okay, that was his Senate. It oh. was supposed to be 53-48, right? You're talk- are you yeah, talking, about, you're talking about the yeah. um, the impeachment thing? No, no, no. I, I'm sorry, man. Like, I, I, I get really, like passionate about stuff and I go I know really you're jumping ahead I can't me, understand what you're talking about I, it's actually I'm painting a picture and I'm trying it, it makes sense because it's not just about Trump everybody's talking about 2020 and Trump no I'm talking we're about paying, the 20s dealing, I'm talking about the 20s yeah 2020 the elections right no the 20s oh I'm so sorry I can't I can't hear you <laughs> yeah all right man well I appreciate the call, wait, call- wait, 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 wait. man, man uh, I, <laughs> Uh, can you repeat that? Seriously, like I didn't hear what you said. That's okay, man. Uh, Just call 20, call 20. another time for me, Neil. Call me another time. Take care. Substitute Mays out of Hampton, Virginia. Substitute Mays, how are you? I'm going to keep it real short with you today, John, because I ain't got time for uneducated people. Now, you sit there with you, blaze the house, and skill. What do you mean by, e- hold on, hold on. What do you mean by what? uneducated? Well, I mean uneducated because you walk through the door and it seems like you turn your brain off. As soon as you get up in there through that door. So, you're at home, <laughs> you brush your teeth, you tie your shoes, you comb your hair. As soon as you walk through the studio, you turn your brain off, you let Lock Wood think for you, you let Bible Go To Guy <laughs> think for you, you let Cunningham, you let everybody think for you. So Those are good people. Think for yourself. Those are but, good people to think for me. Bill people. Lockwood, Baba Go To Guy, good people. Like Wood, Bill I Cunningham. Him, he needs to use some brain power. Just like Skip, just like Blaine and Hawks. Nah, what you need to do, use your brain, look at the news, make your own news. Because you just to say thanks for yourself, right? Take every thought in captivity. He didn't say just leave it there. Yeah, think about it and then use it. That's what I do. I do that with dr- Drudge reports, and then I add my own Drudge. Co- comments. Well, that's the thing. You add your own twist to it. Yeah. You go out there, have your own reporters. Go out there and do your own news. No. That's another thing. You that's know too what? Much I work. actually like that little show that uh, I actually like that show that Joel got with the dance of Jesus thing, because uh, he's sitting there yelling at little Caucasian girls all day. I think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just funny. But you laughing that, at Joelle's white girl students? That's messed up. The little Caucasian girl, she's sitting there, she's crying <laughs> stuff, and Joelle's just sitting there, and that's how, that's how you do it. Okay, she got to learn to respect the black man every once in a while, because if she grow up and she don't, then she's going to another Caucasian calling the police, possibly. She called the police on you, Joelle? <laughs> okay, and, and it, I'm saying anybody that grow up without respecting somebody who's black going to call the police like a Caucasian would. Oh, yeah. I don't know, for no reason. So I It's not for no reason. They, hey, blacks blacks earn that reputation. What you mean? Black men earn no reputation. <laughs> yeah, they, they did. Caucasians reporting the news falsely. No. They always reporting it false. So you really think them arrest records are accurate, but they come from a little uh, thing that you don't like. I don't need race so, records to tell me that the FBI is right about those numbers. Just because yeah, the FBI and, is full and, of and liberals. And right about it. 
Okay, the FBI, and then you start talking about how the history is written negatively. Yeah, that's a little communist thing, though. And another thing about the abortion, you brought the abortion thing up again. What does that got to do with men? Men got their own problems. They got the vasectomies and all that stuff. So what about that? The women don't have the right to abort the man's child. Okay, but the woman. Okay, but the man. How he gonna clip his little, you know, the things that he need to use to get girl pregnant? Maze, what was that? What did you say about communism? And the history? Listen, you said it. I don't know what you think about what communism is making ourselves look inaccurate, but to be, to be honest, this history got a terrible line with other races of people. The Caucasians, they always been succeeding, succeeding. So you're going to try to sit here and tell me that I ain't go through what I did. Now, you better ask Bob Go To Guy Blazing House what they've been doing with the Sundown Town Law because you said you claim you ain't never heard of a curfew at night. <laughs> at the, the, the town, the Sundown Town Law. Oh, I heard of it. For black people, but the Caucasians, they, they, like, they don't ever have no little time, no discipline, no nothing. <laughs> I sh- I recommend they bring back the curfew. They should have done. I think they did that with Black Lives Matter. Yeah, they should do that with the Caucasians, so they know how it feels. But we could just walk <laughs> freely. That's what it should be. But the whites but, are not out of control after that. Brain probably you would understand uh, that it's about bit. time for retribution. Is that what y'all call it? No. So are you a are you a night rider? Are you a night rider, Maze, from a sundown town? What you mean? What you mean? We talking about you right now. So I don't understand why you want to try to turn around and talk to me. Nah. I think you should just use your brain power because you keep trying to turn around and talk to me about some stuff that I ain't got nothing to do with. But you know what? I gotta go. I got time. I ain't got time for uneducated people like I said. But <laughs> it's nice talking to you. I'll All right. See you later. Have a good one. You watch Church Maze? I watch Church just to see what you need to do to clean your heart out. All right. Because I mention it every now and then. But you know what? Have a good one. Well, you have a good day. <laughs> that was Maze. Or was it? <laughs> Impressive. So, very good input, guys. I have some more mess for you. I have this picture of this little kid that I, I got it from Drudge. People tell me to keep. People keep telling me to stop reading Drudge, but it just seems. I don't know. I can't quit Drudge. <laughs> but it's this preschool Picasso. Shakes up the German art world, and he just looks like his mother dresses him. But he's not even preschool, he's seven. Mikhail Akar, age seven, has taken the German art world by storm. And if you zoom in, those paintings look pretty nice, actually. If you're into that modern type stuff, you know, 60s, with what's his name? Was it, That's not Picasso, is it? That's more uh, Warhol. What do you say? It, I mean, it looked the one on the right. It just looked like he just threw some paint on the thing. But <laughs> that's maybe the one I like. Maybe there's art to it. <laughs> and the one on the left, uh, <laughs> I don't. know. Maybe I don't know art, but it looked like a <laughs> seven-year-old draw it. Yeah, it, it kind of does. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of sophisticated though. If you look at how the he blended the colors together on the underside. You see, you know more about the art than I do. So I don't maybe, know. So, but on. I have very low standards because <laughs> I like accept anything. <laughs> I, w- I don't it's not that I know more about art I don't think I think that it's just I have very low standards <laughs> because I like noisy music or used to anyway I think I still do and all that stuff Mikhail Akar and just look at that pose that looks like his got, mother posed him right fixed his hair it just looks like abuse to me abuse in the sense that I don't know that's attention you know I don't know. He, he looked like he got an ego already. Yeah, it doesn't seem right. Yeah, he, ha- he has that pursed lips, like like he's that. What's that? What's that uh, movie where the funny guy with the dark hair he poses, and then there's that guy with the broken nose, Owen Wilson, who also is a poser. They're they'll they're male models. <laughs> I'm blanking on the on that name. <laughs> it's new. No, it's it's uh, Zoolander. No, it's uh, from like seen it. 15, 20 years ago almost. <laughs> Anyways, it looks like Zoolander. He looks like he's posing. But I don't know. It just it just seems like um, attention seeking. Seems like the mother's behind it. I don't know. I'm speculating. But I just wanted to show that to you guys because it just it uh, triggered me. Because it made me think it doesn't seem right. They like to, I remember I used to watch this show called That's Incredible from back in the 80s or 90s. 
And they had this seven-year-old who was running marathons. It just doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem sane. There was this, there was these viral photos of this young guy, young kid, who is all muscular. And now that he's like an adult, a young adult, he's all kind of fat. <laughs> There's this white kid. I think he was like Russian or something. Anyways, if you spend any time on the internet, you would know who I'm talking about, maybe. Um, I want to talk a, a little bit about this Megxit thing. You, even the liberal media knows, I, ca- I call the tabloids the liberal media, they're part of it, right? They're not maybe as off the deep end liberal, but they call it Megxit because they know that it's all about Meghan, Meghan Markle, as opposed to Prince Harry. They know that she put him up to it. <laughs> so, um, I think that it's interesting. They're a bunch of dumb liberals. Um, this guy, 35 years old with his 38, 39 year old woman, um, Prince Harry, friends with Barack Obama. So, you know, he's just a dumb liberal. I mean, w- w- you can cut him some slack because he lives in his own little world where Britain has hate speech laws, so you know they don't have any manhood, um, the UK. But um, the Queen's all mad and these people are all upset. What did they expect? I don't know. And Oprah is the new queen (laughs) for this couple. Yes, Oprah, I don't think Oprah put them up to this, but I think Oprah helped them plan, hey, you should get endorsement deals and make become financially independent. They declared their independence on Instagram. And this was in, in, in an Instagram post. And I think that they didn't even let the queen know. That's what the rumor is. They're also friends with other liberals. George Clooney and Amal. He married a Persian? I don't know. Serena Williams, the tennis player. James Corden and Megan's designer Misha Nunu, whose husband, oil heir Michael Hess. Oh, Hess Trucks has offered them a place to stay in one of the family's three homes in the gated Malibu colony, dubbed Billionaire's Beach. The worst of the worst. Oprah's BFF, Gail King, is set to score the first interview with the Sussexes post-Megxit. Gail King was there for Megan's NYC baby shower, visited them on the birth of Archie. I'm getting all this stuff from, like, New York Post, Page Six, Fox News, which just shares Page Six stuff. Gossip, but uh, it's just kind of, when I say, what did this royal family expect? You expect them to go wild <laughs> and get influenced by the world the, for the worse. Because they're, the family has not been living right themselves. And so, of course, one, the black sheep is going to go out way out of control. <laughs> and it's so funny, too, because they supposedly have international appear... Appeal. She has more. Meghan Markle has more search results than Beyonce or um, that other princess, Kate Middleton or whatever her name is. And supposedly they have this squeaky clean image. I'm using my air quotes again. But I don't see them as clean. I don't know anybody who actually respects them. Maybe I just haven't talked to people. But them selling stuff is not going to make me want to buy it. I don't know. The world's getting so divided, right? People are brazenly liberal and anti-conservative, anti-Christian, anti-white. And Megan's part of that. So I don't think that it's smart. Anyways, let me get back to some calls. Dave out of Seattle, Washington, first-time caller. Dave, what's up? Hey, Hank. How you doing? Doing fine. Good to hear from you. Good, man. I had a few predictions. Yes. I know we're running out of time here. You're fine. Go. Um, the, the predictions for 2020 uh, are that some things that have been misconstrued or deliberately covered up are going to become more clear uh, with people's awareness and clarity from God. And one of them is that YouTube and all of these platforms that are being controlled and manipulated by people behind the scenes, people are going to understand them not so much as Big Brother, but Big Sister. Not just lesbians, but if you look at all of the the court proceedings where people have been brought before the panels, they're all women. I've also heard that um, when you go to, like, the 
the Washington Post or if you go to these places in New York or or uh, Washington that a lot of the people that are in charge are women. So it's not George Orwell's big brother, it's big sister. That's number one. And that is a proxy war against us. Uh, the second one is that people are going to become more aware of what Trump actually is to us. Okay, He's not a disruptor. He's not dividing. He's not polarizing. All he is is, a, is the one sent from God to turn on the light switch. All he did was flip on the lights. Okay, now everybody gets to look around and see who's with who, and what is what, and that is a prediction. Is that people are going to get more awareness from clarity. Now, this thing about <clears throat> why did everybody go after Trump from the beginning? They were trying to groom Hillary before Bill. Okay, everybody bet on her, and when they lost their bet. Those in power wanted to maintain their bet. They wanted their they wanted their skin, right? They had skin in the game, and they want it. And so that's why everybody's running scared is because those that are pushing them aren't going to back off from what they expected from Hillary supposedly becoming president. <laughs> that's number three. Interesting. Uh, and then I'll just leave you with this last one is hopefully by the end of the year that you will be able to be able to accept more biblically centered questions as opposed to deferring to Jesse. What do you mean, that, what do you mean by guys, that? Well, there's some things that I, I think it's really good how you defer things about Jesse to suggest that people call Jesse on the show or right. set up a time. But I think that as you grow with respect to salvation and knowledge and wisdom and understanding, that you're going to be able to hold your own a lot quicker and stronger and calmer. I see what you're so saying. You're not, going to, you're not going to defer. You're going to be able to handle it. All right. Appreciate those predictions. A very interesting point about the um, mother government. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's looking for Big Brother. And, I mean, the cool thing that Trump's done with flipping the light on is now everybody is seeing what was going on before. It's not a mystery anymore. Yeah. Now it's not a conspiracy. Now it's like everybody gets a chance. It's like that point on A Few Good Men where he says, you're damn right. Don't spoil it. I haven't seen it yet. Okay, well, <laughs> Tom Cruise gets Jack Nicholson to admit that he called the code red, okay? And Kiefer Sutherland and, and these other people are in the movie. It's a good movie, but when Tom Cruise finally gets him to admit that he did what happened, okay, they're standing around looking, oh, my God, he admitted. And, and, and that's where we're at today. It's like, oh, my God, the lights are on and we can see what's going on. Yeah. So I appreciate it, Dave. On, Huh? I said I appreciate that, man. Well, there's there's more, and I, I toned it down. I can talk to you afterwards. Yeah, we can uh, talk. But, Let's but call in call in again, Dave. I'm I gotta Thank run. You. Okay, bro. All right, appreciate it, man. You guys, bye. All right, Maze out of Dayton. Thirty seconds for you, Maze, my favorite caller. Yes. Go for uh, it. Tell confused me. Tell confused me. Sound like he she hates or whoever it is. Hey, Joel. And they should put a distraction. This is not the person that's saying what's being said. Huh? And, uh, excuse me? Say that again? They sound like computer smell hates Joel. Who? Computer smell. Com- computer the smell hates Joel? Yes, that's what it sounds like. All the stuff that she put on that, whatever she was doing, <laughs> she needed to put an abstract on there, too. You know, like, uh, saying it's not the person that's speaking, that computer smell did it. She needs to learn, learn the law before she come, before she come printing stuff like that. Because if she don't, it can cause her some problems. But anyway. Wow, you threatening saying, hot computer smell. No, I'm not threatening anybody. I'm just giving her the law since she don't know it. To put right. things in people's mouth is not being said. Yeah. So when you do that, what happens? I don't know. <laughs> but I'll, anyway, when smart people try to tell dumb people stuff for their own good, that's what I'm trying to say, James, since you don't get it. I got it. All right, Mace. sound like, yeah. Okay, so you have a good day. You, I'm sorry y'all want to hear me talk. I don't have to speak all the time because it's too much power for the brain. I hurt. Right. I have to give y'all some slack until the brain start burning. Do you watch church? To sink in. What? Do you watch church? Do I watch y'all meetings that y'all be having? Some supposedly church? Yeah, church. <laughs> yeah, I sit back and laugh because it's like Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm.
All right. Appreciate that. <laughs> but anyway, and these predictions, these people giving these predictions, I got a prediction too. A storm going to come through here and take care of all of this stuff, and then y'all going to be sitting around screaming and hollering for some money to fix everything that tore up That's in storm. the city that you're living in. That's my prediction. All right, Maze. Appreciate that prediction. Have a good Storm's one. coming. All right, guys. See you Sunday on my channels, thehakereport.com, and you can find my channels through that. And I'm sorry I haven't get to that last caller, but that's fine. We have uh, church on Sunday, rebuildingtheman.com slash church. And on that page is the address, a form that you can fill out to subscribe to our mailing list, uh, the bond mailing list, email and physical mail. And of course, um, the silent prayer is on there too. All right, guys, take care.